All right, welcome everybody to the call. We are in May. Can you guys believe that, Richard and Jason? We are at May already. It is coming and going quick this year, guys. Hopefully you guys got uh, Success Club wrapped up in April. Going to be joining Jason and Richard and myself at the White Party. Got to get it in May, too, so don't don't take that off your radars. But we are at May 2nd, Puck. Um, welcome, everybody, to the Union Team Leadership Call. We have an incredible, incredible call lined up tonight. We seem to be getting better and better each week, Jason. Um, for most of you guys, you've seen the, the event go around. We have 203 people on the line right now. Um, it's pretty pretty uh, high, high attended call. And for those of you that don't know, we have Richard Neal on the line. How are you doing, Richard? Hey, it's kicking, my man. How are you doing? Doing really good, doing really good. Just focusing on getting everybody uh, amped up and ready for Summit. Which I know was a near and dear place to your heart last year, wasn't it? Oh, just just a smidgen, just a tidbit. And you guys are going to hear about that here in a second. Um, Jason, anything going on? No, I mean lots of rank advancements all around. Um, I really want to give the time to Richard. You know, just um, it was a last minute thing where we got uh, he was available to be on the call, and I've just been looking at you know his videos and websites and body work and. You know, really just talked with him on the phone. What was it, Richard? Probably half an hour, uh, you know, to do yeah. a five-minute call. And, like, when you, you talk to somebody that, that is this passionate about um, sharing the message and giving uh, so much out to other people, it's, like, it's just infectious. So we were talking in 15 minutes, and I'd get him excited. He'd get me excited. So then I spent the rest of the day really promoting the call because I really feel that we should be able to share this, you know, not only with our team but everybody, which is Team Beach Beachbody, which is – the team, and, you know, any other coaches, customers, clients, and just friends out there that need to hear a message. And, uh, you know, I kept posting that he's going to be talking about fitness and uh, weight loss, but the message you hear can really be about anything. It's kind of about setting goals, accomplishing those goals, and really the most important thing is the confidence-building process. So I'm just so excited to have uh, this guy on the call. You can say anything you want about him, but... You know, he won $100,000 for his weight loss, over 240 pounds. I don't, I don't want to take anything away from him because I know he can say it better than I can. And, you know, what I got from the, just speaking with him earlier today is this guy never prepares for anything. He just speaks from the heart, and that's why it's always so, so good. So if you're there, get a notebook, uh, sit down, be ready, be inspired, and start thinking about a goal that you want to accomplish because this guy can tell you how to do it. Great. Richard, we'd love for you just to kind of take the mic here. Um, just a little further introduction. A lot of you guys have saw the the YouTube video, the Beachbody video put together about his weight loss and what he's done for his, his home state. And that's something that I share quite a bit in this journey as a coach, and I'm sure a lot of you guys do as well when you're trying to inspire somebody that the impossible can be done because Richard has shown that the impossible can become the possible. You know, what he lost in weight is impressive, but what's even better, and I'm sure Richard would tell you this, is the gain that he got in confidence and in, in everything in his life. So, Richard, with that, man, my man, let's, let's hand over the mic to you and tell us your story a little bit and, and give us a message. Oh, man, Jeff, Jason, dude, y'all are my homies. Um, I just, you know, I really want to thank you so much. Um, literally from the bottom of my heart that, you know, y'all let me on this call because any time I get to share, you know, my story and any time I get to share my passion and my drive to anybody, I mean, much less just hear myself talk, really. Uh, but, um, you know, it's really an honor to me that y'all, you know, even though it is short notice, that's totally cool. I mean, which I'm totally pumped. So uh, thank you really again. But, um, you know, I'll go ahead and start in, you know, on my story is uh, for the people that don't know much about me, um, when I began, I was actually 426 pounds, and uh, the reason that I kind of got started and got, you know, how I kind of started in my uh, journey was the doctor, um, I went to a doctor's appointment, just a regular, you know, six-month visit, and the doctor, you know, threw me on blood pressure medication and, you know, told me um, on the same hand that I would... If I kept on the track that I was going, I wasn't going to live to see 30, nor was I going to be able to um, ever have children. Um, and <laughs> um, so then, 
after that visit, I actually, uh, shortly after that, I then, my sister gave me a call one day and said, hey, you know, you should go um, and try out for The Biggest Loser. They're actually in town, believe it or not. And I was like, well, okay, well, right on. You know, I'll go and try it out. Why not? I went out, got into the second interview, and then uh, once they called me in to do a face-to-face in front of the camera, it was just in the Hilton, right in the middle of downtown Nashville. They called me in, and, you know, they started asking me all these questions, and they started asking me all these questions about my weight and how it made me feel and all this stuff, and and I kept on shutting them down, shutting them down, shutting them down, because I didn't want to face the reality of, I was, I was overweight. I was morbidly obese, and I did. I, I kept on, you know, bringing out my personality, making fun of myself, and making fun of other things, you know, and bringing out my personality. But whereas before, my personality was to shield my pain, and now, so then about a month later, I went in to go and pay my pay for my car insurance, and um, you know. Of course, I walked into this office, you know, this sick guy, you know, was standing there, and uh, I didn't think of anything. I'm just, I've been fat my whole life. I don't know anything different. And um, I started talking to this guy, Jeff Wald. I started talking to him about, you know, how I'd tried out for the big loser and all this other stuff. And he was like, well, I may have something that you may be interested in. And he actually gave me the sweat and sweat one, two of Power 90. <laughs> and uh, there's something that disc I actually found the other day. I thought I had lost it, and it just miracul- miraculously, sorry, my southern twang, it just does not let me come out with some words. Um, it, it came up, and I found it, and I actually started to kind of get emotional because I took myself back to that position. You know, this 426 pounds, of course, I didn't know how much I weighed at the time, so he gave me this disc. And I went straight home like everybody else. They were like, I own P90X. I own Insanity. But it is sitting on my DVD tower or sitting on my bookshelf, and I hadn't even cracked open the box. I took the plastic off. That's about all the exercise I've done so far. And so I laid laid this disc on my DVD tower, and, um, and I sat there, and it sat there for four months. Until one day, um, I'd actually, um, I got, I had just got done eating a whole bag of cereal. And if anybody's been to like, you know, save lots or anything like that, you can actually buy cereal in a bag and, you know, it's like the size of a dump truck. And, um, I felt so, so horrible of myself. I just finally one day that, that, um, that disc just popped into my head, and I was like, you know what? I'll try to justify me eating this crap for working out. So I went over, and I lived in this old house, and I swear this house was so old that I believe <laughs> – I actually believe Jesus made it himself. And I was afraid to actually jump on the floors because I would actually fall through. So I'd go over and grab the disc, put it in my DVD player, walk over to my AC unit that's through my window, turn it on, move my couch over, and I stand in front of the TV, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I just get ready. And I had my shorts and my T-shirt on. I was like, okay. And I look at it, and I say, okay. And I stand, I'm like, all right, well, i got to press play. All right, so I go back and get them from the TV. And then all of a sudden, I just they start doing all these, like, jumping jacks and push-ups and all this other stuff. I'm like, how in the world am I going to do this? So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to sit here and run in place until I can find something, then I'll do it. And uh, I wheezed and fought and dug my way through this uh, program and – you know, I sweated. I get, my God, my shirt was so sopping wet, and it was only like a 30-minute workout. And I called Jeff, and I was like, hey, man, I've done that workout. And here I was sitting here expecting this huge ovation and, you know, this huge pat on the back or anything like that. And he just said, okay, do it again tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, are you freaking serious? Do it again tomorrow? He was like, yes, do it. He was like, if you try this out for 30 days, then he was like, then come and talk to me. I, I was, but I talked to him every day because I worked with him. And 
So he's like, do it again tomorrow. But first, take your before pictures and also go, uh, see how much you weigh. So I went straight down to Wally World and picked up a scale, came back home, and I set the scale on the floor. I sat there and stared at it and walked up to the scale. And, of course, it was one of those tap electronic ones where you have to tap it. And so I extend my foot out, tap the scale, walk up on it. Uh, okay, I get off. I tap it again, step on it. Uh, okay, it must be broken. Good thing, you know, Walmart has good returns. And uh, so I get off and I try it again. It's, it says, uh. And um, so I'm like, well, how in the world am I going to wet myself? And so the next day, my brother and I, uh, we were having to go to the metal scrapyard. And um, so then I was sitting here watching the scale, and I was like, you know what? I bet this scale will weigh me. And so I walk up to the guy, and um, I ask him, I'm like, hey, man, you know, can I use your scale? And he's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and bring your cans over. And I was like, no, I, I don't need to bring my cans over. I actually need to weigh myself. I don't know how much I weigh. And um, he was like, yeah, sure. So I stepped on the scale, and, of course, if you've ever been to a scrapyard, their numbers are big, bright, and red, so that way you can see exactly how much you're weighing and how much the stuff that you have weighs. So I stepped on, and it counts one. Keeps on going up. Two, three, four, 26. And I sat there, and I just stared at these big, bright letters, 426 pounds. And then all of a sudden, I hear in the background, you know, me being from the south, you know, we're not too shy. And this guy says from the back, you're a pretty big old boy. And I looked at him. I was like, yep, I am. So I turn around. I hang my head, get in my car, and I cry. And I cry, and I cry. So, not knowing, because I was sitting there asking, how did I get? How did I bring myself here? How did? How did I get here? So I go home. I walk through the door of my house. I go straight to my cabinet. Turn around. Come back. I sit down on the couch. And what I grabbed out of the cabinet was actually my uh, 22 pistol. And because how how did I get myself to this point? So I open the chamber, I insert a cartridge, and I close it, and I write a letter supposed to the front door. Please don't walk in. Call the cops. Call the ambulance. But please don't walk in. So I walk out, post the letter to my front door, and my phone rings. And it was my mom. And she asked me, she was like, what are you doing? And I said, Nothing. So the very woman that gave birth to me, that brought me into this world, just saved my life, and she didn't even know it because I was getting ready to take myself out. So she comes up there. I've put my gun away, and to this day, that this pistol actually still has the same cartridge, and the letter is still wrapped around this gun. So I walk out, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. So I'll work out again, and I'll work out again, and I'll work out the next day. And I'm like, how in the hell, am, what am I going to do? How am I going to eat? What, you know, if I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, I'm going to drive, and I'm going to push. So I just started, and then eventually in my first 30 days, throughout this time we were in the process of buying a house, and we buy my new house, and... Um, so the same electronic scale that read <laughs> every single day, I wake up at 6.30 in the morning in my brand-new house, and I walk into the bathroom, and I was like, screw it, I'm going to try it. I, I extend my foot out, tap the scale, 
and it reads 399.5. So obviously, something I was doing, I was doing right. And having these words echo in my head from this doctor telling me, you are never going to be able to have kids, and you are never going to see 30. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to try. So I called Jeff. I said, Jeff, you know, has anybody lost 200 pounds in one year? And he's like, not to my knowledge. Because anybody that knows me knows that I'm actually a few French fries short of a Happy Meal, that I usually set the bar so damn high to almost impossible. So I was like, okay, I'm going to lose 200 pounds in one year. And he was like, right on. Go ahead. So eventually after this, I, we, you know, I started Portland Fit Club. And I go up to this guy, and I was like, hey, I'd like to start a fit club here. I want to make it free to the community because, by God, if I'm going to be losing weight and I'm going to be working out and I'm going to be sweating, I'm going to put my body through this kind of pain, I am not going down alone. I am going to try, if I can lose this weight, if I can push myself and I can try to inspire one other person to save their life, and if I die tomorrow, then, by God, I'm going to die happy. At least I know I can change at least one person. That's it. So I started the foot club. We started with six people in the bonus room. And then eventually, now, currently, today, we can have 70-plus to 100-plus two nights a week of people coming to work out for free two nights a week. So you tell me that the sky is not the limit because I can promise you in that full year, in one year, I lost my 200 pounds in one year and 15 days. And throughout that time, I pushed, I drove, I studied food, whereas before I was obsessed about food. Trust me, anybody that knows me now, I am obsessed about food, and I am obsessed about nutrition because nutrition is 80% of the battle. As long as you give the right food to your body, then trust me, it will give you the results. So, but that's, that's nevertheless, that's the minuscule. What happened to me and my body and where I've gone and where I've come from is not even important and not even significant. Yes, it took me to change my life. And as the song says in my video, in my transformation video, man in the mirror, you've got to change yourself before you're even able to inspire to change anybody else. So I had to push myself and drive. And those people that I stood on the front lines to work out with and sweat with every single day or what pushed me and held me accountable. And it was my close friends and my close, my, my close, my family, my Beachbody family, because I took a picture of my post-workout every single day, sweaty or not, you know, just every, no matter what. And every single meal that I ate, I posted to Facebook. I had Facebook was my challenge group before challenge groups even existed because this was the only way I could push. If I missed a meal or if I missed a workout, people were out there saying, Richard, why haven't you posted? Have you, are you okay? Are you sick? What's going on? Are you dead? And no. So then eventually, you know, we get through the, uh, I, I get in, become a monthly winner of the Beachbody Challenge, win $1,000, and then I become a quarterly winner, win $5,000, get out to L.A., meet Carl again, and then all of a sudden one day I was at work, and Belinda called me, and she, she was like, are you busy? And I said, no. And I said, she was like, well, I need to talk to you. And I said, what's up? She said, I'm pregnant. I was like, no way. No, you're not. And she was like, yes, I'll send you a picture. I made her send, her a picture of the, send me a picture of the test because I didn't believe her. I was like, this is a pretty sick joke if you're joking. So she sent me a picture. I was like, I still don't believe it. Go take another one. So... She was like, I don't have another test. I said, well, then get up and go get a test. <laughs> and so she went out, got a test, came back, and it was positive. So now today I can actually say that I'm a proud father of a one-year-old baby boy, and his name is Brady. He is gorgeous. So you can tell me that these doctors can tell you every single day that you can't do something, that they just want to feed you full of medicine, feed you full of prescription drugs and all this other crap and say, no, this is the only way – that you can lose weight is by the spentramine. Uh, no, excuse me, you're wrong. Because I can promise you and I can guarantee you. So then 
eventually, four days after Brady was born, Belinda and I were walking around the uh, neighborhood. We walk in. I get a phone call. And it was Beachbody Corporate calling me to tell me that I had I was voted a finalist in the Beachbody Challenge. So, day before we get to Vegas, I actually we actually did not pay our car insurance so that way we could have enough money to get to Vegas. Even though Beachbody was going to give us some spending money, but to get to Vegas and actually have a good time, we didn't pay our car insurance. That's how strapped for cash we were. So we get to Vegas and we stand up, and of course for me. The only reason I am here today is because of all of you, because every single person on this phone call, every single coach, every single individual that is special in my life, it's because of you. So this is why I devote my life and my soul and my passion to every single one of you. But I want to tell you something. I want you to ask yourself something right now really quick, because this is something that I live by my life by every single day. And if you don't believe me, I have a tattooed on my back. Dream as if you'll live forever and live as if you'll die today. That is the way I live my life. But I want you to write that down and understand. And it is a James Dean quote. And I want you to understand that no matter what, if you are a coach, each person in this world has a soul. Each person in this life has skin and blood, sweat and tears, because it's just not just another challenge pack. It's not just another bag of Shakeology, what you're doing. What you're doing is actually changing the world. Every single day, you live this life, you drive, you push, and you scream, but yet it's your job. You have to change yourself in the man in the mirror to be able to, for these people to actually believe in your soul of you are who you are. Because how can you make anybody or tell anybody to do anything just for an extra buck if you're not doing it yourself? So therefore, with this, that is why I personally sacrificed my body and I sacrificed my mind and I sacrificed my life for every single one of you to show you that it's possible because it's my soul because we can end the trend of obesity. We really can because it's killing every single one of us. It's killing our family. It's killing our kids. It's killing our mothers and our fathers. Because I watch my family die on a daily basis of this. But I can't do a thing about it until they decide to do it themselves. It doesn't matter. What matters is all you can do is go out open the door, pick yourself up and say, you know what, I'm going to change the world today. I'm going to come out to somebody and say, you know what, I love you. I want to extend my hand out and give you one big hug and say you're doing an awesome job because you don't know what kind of state of mind that that person is going to be in. When you tell a total stranger, you're awesome, I'm proud of what you're doing. No matter if they're scrubbing the walls of the store that you just walked in, you're awesome. Because that person could be contemplating suicide right that very moment to go home and kill themselves. So it is your responsibility to stand up, lead by example, and say, you know what? I'm going to make a difference today, and I'm going to change the world because I can't do this by myself. So I'm going to recruit and find if I can change one person's life today, guess what? I made a difference in the world. That is why you are a coach. That is why you need to be a coach is because you have that power to make a difference in the world, not just to make another dollar, not just to sell another challenge pack, not just to sell another bag of Shakeology. Yes, that stuff is great. It helps people change, but it is you that creates the change. That's where it starts with because I am not going to quit and I am not going to sleep. I don't care if I have to sleep in my car. I've done it before, and I'll do it again as long as I can impact somebody's life to make a change within themselves because I will die and I will, and I will take my shirt off and I will crawl on my hands and knees just to make sure that you are happy and that you feel my love. And I love every single one of you from the bottom of my heart because I can guarantee you if my passion because my soul is to change the world. I'm not going to quit. I don't care. That may sound arrogant. You know what? If you think that's arrogant, guess what? Help me. 
Don't stop. Just believe you can do it. And if you're struggling, if you're morbidly obese or if you're, if you're struggling with your fitness and you're struggling to drive, just know that today is not the end. Tomorrow is only the beginning. You can pick yourself up and you can move forward as long as you're moving, as long as you're doing your best. Trust me, I promise you, you can forget the rest. Because there were times that I hurt. My body was aching. I was crying. I was trying to push as hard as I could, but yet my body wouldn't let me. And I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. But all I kept on thinking was about my family, about my friends. How was I going to let these people down? Why am I going to let these people down if I quit? Because the people that you're letting down are the very same people that you can actually save and that you make a difference, which are your children, your mother, your father, your wife, your husband. Those are the people you're letting down. So don't quit. Just know tomorrow is only the beginning. Today is never the end. So get off your knees. Stand up. Pray to God that you're alive and thank every single day that you wake up and you get out of bed when you don't feel like it, that today is going to be a beautiful day. And I can assure you, as long as you know that, then you can change the world and change others. And I love every single one of y'all from the bottom of my heart and just never give up and never give in. So stand firm, and I promise you, you will win life. <clears throat> Freaking balling over here, Richard. Wow. Uh, I, I, I've heard that story several times, and every time I hear it, it seems to get tear at me a little bit more, man. Uh, <laughs> It, 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 it comes out new ways for me every time, too, my man. Well, it 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 reminds me. It's and I thank you because it does remind me of of sometimes we as coaches can get caught up in white parties and summit and and so many things and promotions that's going on. But in in the end, there's a there's a cause that we're fighting. There's a there's an enemy that we're fighting. Obesity and there's a, a bigger reason that we're a coach more than any goal, success club, cruise, Disney trip, whatever. I mean, those are great rewards. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, as long as we continue to focus on what this core mission is that Carl set up, it's very simple to help people live healthy, more fulfilling lives. Then everything else just comes as a byproduct. And I thank you for reminding me of that. So you're very welcome, my man. Exactly. <laughs> like our good friend says, you help enough people get what they want, you'll get everything you want. Yeah. Yeah. So happy for you, man. Jason, any words? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm not talking because, you know, um, my breath's taken away and we just want to hear you speak more. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've had the pleasure of being, you know, in the first few rows when he was awarded. And I think the humble thing was he just dropped to his knees and, you know, I think the echo that he spoke when he won is just, you know, like, what can I say? Shows you, like, how humble and grateful he is. And the first time I saw him, he came out to uh, an event out here. And, uh, you know, it was an average fit club. But because they promoted it for Richard, you know, they ended up with, like, I don't know, what was it, two to 500 people in this gymnasium and just filled yeah, the room. Yeah, it was nuts. And uh, I remember thinking, you know, that Barbie Decker was there. I was there, several other celebrities. They brought a camera in and I'm just like thinking like this guy is a great ambassador uh, of fitness and Beachbody and health and you know I've truly always felt that when you live up to it with this call and sharing you know every emotion that you've gone through I know it's not easy to talk about some of those things and it's just uh, awesome and inspiring to hear and yeah, I truly live up to that I think that word ambassador and that's really what uh, I'm sure Carl would want is to promote this mission further and further and further you know, we see today with the setback, uh, there's like some rumor mill going around that another competitor's product had some bad toxic in- ingredients in it. And, you know, that's what Carl has said all along, that he's not going to risk anything that he does um, and the reputation of the company by doing something that may be a quick buck. And, and I think you truly represent, you know, the long haul that we need to have and what's truly possible. 
Um, but, yeah, we need to share your knowledge and maybe ask people a few questions. Jeff, I don't know if it's better maybe to take questions online first, and then we yeah. can um, just answer it over the phone, and that way it's a little bit uh, clearer. Yep, we'll, we'll, we'll attempt that. Um, everybody who is on the call, post the questions on the event page. Right now, a clean slate. No one's got any questions. Just, Richard, if you're by your computer and, and you can pull up that event, you're going to be amazed at the comments in there or read them later on. I, I tell you what, yeah, every, I'm, I'm not by my computer. I, I, you, like, uh, Jason and I were talking earlier. I have my own little ways of how I stay focused. And, um, you know, I've got a horrible case of ADD, and if I was by a computer, trust me, I would be just totally, like, just distracted. So I'm actually in my car right now driving the back roads, um, and just uh, I listen to my music before I talk and before I share my passion, and I'm just driving the back roads right now and just kind of off in my own little world. Well, when you get a chance later, brother, you got to check out the comments. It's going to touch your heart. It's, yeah, it's, I can't wait to see them. I, I want to see them so bad, and I promise I will. So please, everybody, tag me. And yep, I do want to sure. before the questions, I want everybody to write a post. You don't have to talk me up. I, trust me, I, my head is big enough. So but write a post on Facebook tonight and just tag me in it and tell me what you got, you what you took away from this call. And, you know, just share from your heart and speak from your heart and and speak to the other people that just tag me in it. And you don't have to talk me up a bit. Awesome. Um, guys, if there's questions, post them on the union page. Otherwise, I am going to um, attempt to open up these lines. Uh, we do have a couple questions here. I'm going to just kind of take the first one that I'm seeing, and I'll go down in order. Uh, Richard, one of my coaches, Tiffany, um, wants to know, did you change your eating right away, or did you just start working out and go from there? Uh, you know what? Uh, I actually, I knew, I was like, I always ask myself, I'm like, okay, well, what do I eat? Obviously, you know, the you know, the veggies and stuff like that was an obvious. And I started out like with those 100-calorie packs, and I was like, okay, how many calories? And I had my notebook, and this was before my fitness pal existed, I think, um, or before I got one of these fancy phones um, where I could keep track of my food. I actually kept a food journal, and I said, okay, my target calories, okay, here's how many calories I'm going to eat in a day. And then eventually – as I evolved and started focusing on exactly what I ate, when I ate, and how I ate it, and how what it was doing for my body, I would just I started studying food, and finally I came up with a core group of foods that um, I ate on a consistent basis, and I took a picture of it all, and all of y'all, my whole archives of all my pictures and foods are on Facebook, everything I ate. So, uh, but yeah, I just generally started out. I knew I had to pick a calorie target, and then eventually it evolved to where I started getting all, like, scientific and stuff with foods and how I can burn fat naturally and stuff like that because I did not take any pills and no surgery. Trust me, I will punch any doctor in the face if he comes at me with a knife. <laughs> I love that. Um, another question, Richard. Melissa uh, is writing. She says she's 135 pounds into her 200-pound weight loss journey. Congratulations, Melissa. That is freaking incredible. <laughs> nice. Yes. I love that. She says, what did you do when you hit bad times to stay on track and to stay focused? She said, food is her worst enemy, and sometimes it gets hard on days. You know what? Why are you doing it, Melissa? Why did you start? You know, you never post your why. I had a picture of my before picture posted on the ceiling of my wall and on the wall in my workout room. And I never forgot where I came from, and I still don't today. In front of my computer, I have my crinkled up before picture, the original one, posted. Uh, so that way, I never forget my why. I, I, stare myself, I stare at myself and I stare at my son every single day. So that way, I never forget why I'm doing this every day. So write it down, put it wherever you are the majority of the time, put it on your refrigerator door, and just never forget your why. Awesome. Jason, you want to take a question or I'm going to keep going? Yeah, no, I saw one on here that I really like, uh, Cherie Veldez. Uh, she struggles with, yeah, She struggles with approaching someone who is bigger and talking to them about fitness. You know, see people that she'd love to talk to, 
but doesn't know a good approach, you know, and I struggle with that too. I see somebody that maybe is a, a hundred pounds or so overweight and I want to say something to them. One of the techniques I've used is I have the um, pay it forward DVDs. I carry them around and I'll just give them to them and say, hey, I'm required to give out so many of these a day so take it. It's a free workout. Maybe it'll do something and if it does, you know, give me a call. But I'd love to hear your approach from being on the other side of the fence and seeing uh, how you would like to hear that or what's worked for you, Richard. Um, you know what? I, I love approaching people. Sometimes I do get a little scared, but um, I start to think about when I was down at Disney and um, in, the, in the lobby of uh, the Beach Club Resort, and I've seen this couple, uh, Susan and um, Bob, and I know those sound like generic names, and I swear to God that's their names, and I stuck with names, but I remember them specifically because when I walked up to them, I seen them, and I walked up to them, and I said, hey, how y'all doing? I introduced myself, and I got their names, and I, and I started talking to them just like they're normal. You know, y'all from out of town. I'm from Tennessee. I'm just, yeah, I know. Can't you tell the accent? And, you know, I just kind of relax and get to know them a little bit, and you know, which all of, all the great ones, you know, everybody knows form. And um, so then I said, you know what, but I really want to share something with y'all. And and I show them a before and after picture. Uh, not necessarily of myself, but I show them a before and after picture of many people. Um, and I was like, I just feel like I just want to share this with y'all. I felt, you know, and they're like, oh, wow. And so as I was standing in the Beach Club Resort, I was standing in the lobby, and I was hoping a million Beachbody coaches were going to see me doing that, so that way, you know, they could watch, but, you know, nobody was paying attention, obviously. But um, I stand there, and I was like, here's my video. And so I played my video for them. You know, they didn't say anything. They was like, wow, that's amazing, that's cool. You know what? I didn't get their contact information. I knew their names, um, but... All I really wanted to do was plant that seed into them. I didn't have any – if I had some of those Decide DVDs, that would be awesome, or uh, the uh, Pay It Forward DVDs, I would wish I did. But, uh, but I just merely wanted to plant that seed in a, into them. Hopefully one day they decide to change their life for the better because I really – my heart went out to them. Well, yeah, I mean, I really agree with that. And like I, like I say – I'm, when I'd give them one of those DVDs with my name on it, and, you know, not expecting to ever hear back from them. And if it, you know, helps one person lose an extra pound, you know, it's worth the dollar or whatever I spent on it. So I really appreciate oh, that feedback because it's something I always struggle with is trying to approach some of these people who really want to help. So thank you. Jeff, do you have another question? Yeah, there's – there's um, Angelica wants to know, um, what workouts are you doing now to keep pushing yourself, Richard, and what is your dream big goal for yourself, your family? You know, what, based, what, what, push, what, what pushes you on right from this moment on? Oh, that's, that's actually an amazing question um, because, like, all right, I got down to the leanest part of my body, and after Summit, um, <laughs> I had a choice. I went to California with, with my Puerto Rican brother, Hiram, which was the same time we'd done that sick club, Jason. Um, so I got back home. I had two choices. I had either the ultimate reset or body beast. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I kept on reading the nutrition guide, the body beast. And, of course, obviously I was at my leanest. I was at 5% body fat. I got down as low as possible, almost sickly low. And, um, so I was like, all right, ultimate reset or body beast, which one am I going to do? So finally, um, I had decided to do body beast. Well, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to do the nutrition part, but I'm just going to do the fitness part. And then finally my friend Kim Duke said, no, you're not. And I was like, what? And she was like, no, if you're going to do it, do it. So then, you know, it was going to tell me to eat. 3,600 calories a day, going from six, you know, 16, 1,800 calories a day to 3,600 calories a day, trust me, I went into the deepest, darkest depression I probably had ever been in because I felt like I was getting fat. And so then I was like, you know what? If I could lose 242 pounds in 18 months, I wonder if I could turn this on its head and actually start gaining naturally with the same stuff. So 
I have become obsessed with Body Beast, and that's just, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with where my body's at. I feel comfortable. Trust me, you just can't buy this pretty. <laughs> and I'm, I promise you I'm not that arrogant in real life. Um, but, you know, where I want to go for me and my family is if I can wake up in the morning and I can go to bed at night feeling good about being me, then I know I had an amazing day. And also, if I can go to bed at night and wake up in the morning knowing that I changed someone's life today and more importantly changed my life today being an example for my son, then guess what? Changing the world is so simple. And that's what I'm comfortable with. Awesome. Talk, you got another one? Uh, Giovanni says she has a post here, but I can't seem to find it. While you're looking for um, it, while you're looking go for it I, got, I got one that, that I would love to hear the answer in, um, Richard. And I think coming from you, this would probably be um, a pretty, pretty, pretty cool answer. But Mandy writes, she says, how do you deal with, with family, close family especially, who doesn't support you and your weight loss journey, your goal of helping others end the trend. And I think all of us face that, you know, family, friends that are, um, you know, skeptical and haters. Yeah, haters. Exactly. What do you say? To, what do you say to them? Do you turn your back on them? Um, do you? Are you patient? You know, like I, I, I'm a big fan of patience. I always believe in, you know, no just means not right now. But you know, I'd love to hear your answer to this. Uh, you know what, through my journey, <laughs> my family called it a quote-unquote special diet. And there was, and eventually, because uh, I would bring my own food, and they would tell me, you know, if it was Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, you know, Martin Luther King's birthday, it doesn't matter. You know, if they were having a get-together, they would say, look, you know, we may not have food that you'll eat, just bring your own food. All right, right on. And then eventually it became to the point they were like, you know what, you're just obsessed. So here's my thoughts on it. You know what, I may be obsessed. Thank you. Yes, I am obsessed uh, because I'm obsessed because every day that I decide to press play, every day that I decide to eat something good for my body and my body thanks me for it, is every day that you'll be able to see me on this earth. So the more time I spend on me, the more time you'll be able to spend with me. So you may not be on board right now, but just know that I still love you from the bottom of my heart, and one day you will soon understand. But um, if you ever need help, guess what? My door is always open for you. And, uh, this, and I still have family members today that just smoke cigarettes, eat crap, and just sit there and just say, you know what, Richard's got this big head, he's just this big celebrity, you know, I just want to eat crap just because it'll piss him off. You know what, it doesn't piss me off because, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it, you know it's better to be pissed off than pissed on, really. So uh, that's your problem, not mine. And it may sound arrogant, but... You know, until they decide to change their life, then guess what? You know, you'll just have to, this is my body, my my mind, and my life, and I have full control over it. You don't. So just let go. Awesome. Great answer. Jason, did you find that question? Yeah, yeah there is one up here. Um, Chris, Christy, um, since you've completed P90X, and now doing Body Beast, would you recommend both programs to an overweight person? Would you recommend P90X followed by the Beast? Um, well, P90X got me where I needed to be in my, in my body and my health. That's just the program that I did personally. Now, just because I did it doesn't mean that I recommend you to do it. You know, there's a program for everybody. You may relate to Sh Shalene. You may relate, relate to Leandro, which... I don't because my legs and butt hurt every time I meet that guy. And But, you know, P90X got me where I needed to be. Body Beast is getting me where I want to be. So it's really, you know, that's where you do the research and say, okay, and try the programs out. Say, you know what, I'm going to try P90X out. Okay, I like it. 
this is the meal plan I'm going to follow because body beast, the, the science behind it is to gain muscle mass. And if you've seen my pictures, if you've seen my profile or my, my background picture, that's what I'm doing. I'm gaining muscle mass. I mean, um, just don't put your arms or legs or limb around me because I just may eat them. So, um, so it's really up to you, really. Um, just because I did something doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it. So research the programs and see what best fits you. Yeah, I think I think in the past that's been harder to answer. Now Beachbody actually has a page where you can look and compare all the different programs. And I know uh, with myself um, and Dallas Carter and several other people, P90X felt too hard to begin with. And so we all started with Power 90 and I truly believe that that program can take any couch potato, um, you know, and, and get them going, get them moving, which was another question, you know. Somebody doesn't have a DVD, uh, is there anything that you would suggest for that? And I said, you know, just get started with a walk every day. Maybe you have something that you could add to that, too. Oh, yeah. Get started with it. just go walking every day. You know, there's plenty of parks and greenways and all that stuff. You know, there for a while, I started just kind of playing around. I would go and run around my neighborhood or walk around my neighborhood. And um, I started, you know, if I had some weights, I would try to, you know, investigate some other stuff. But that's where you see it as a goal because knowing what I know now, if it wasn't for these programs, I wouldn't be able to walk in the gym and, or, you know, I go to the gym now because I lift so heavy that I don't have enough equipment at home and I don't, I can't justify spending more money on more equipment. Just, it's when I could just go to the gym now and lift and do what I need to do. And of course, you know, I look like this, you know, badass, of course, I've transferred all the files to my phone and I've got Siggy's voice in my head sitting here telling me what to do and how to do. And everybody's looking at me, coming to me for advice. So they, these videos educate you to bring your body to where you need to be. So if you can't doesn't if you don't necessarily have them, just try to be active. Go walking, running, jogging, do jumping jack, push ups, you know, basic stuff and start eating the right foods. If you don't change your nutrition then your body's not gonna change for you. So change your nutrition. That's the biggest, biggest thing. Awesome. Awesome, awesome stuff. That was Angie Parra, by the way, that kind of asked that question. I do have Giovanni's here now. Um, what three things would you want someone ready to take the leap to start their real fitness journey to remember when it gets tough and they feel like they want to give up? So kind of three things that they can think about when the going gets tough. And before so, you answer that, Richard, just a, a precursor, um, she – there's a lot of people on this call who aren't necessarily coaches, I'm finding out here from seeing some of these posts. we got people who may be in your position, um, may be in any of our positions a long time ago when we were first starting out and felt a little discouraged. So we have more than just coaches on the call, so you can actually reach and talk to some people who, who were in our shoes before. Okay. Then I'm going to talk directly to those people, or I'm going to talk directly to the person that's listening right now, because there may be multiple people. So, look, when you find yourself sitting down crying and depressed and sad because you can't find the motivation because you feel like you're wanting to eat that chocolate chip cookie and you find yourself wanting to turn to that Diet Coke or whatever the case may be, one, remember why you want to change your life. I've already been over the why, but I will reiterate this because you have to sit into your brain. Why are you going to change your life? Two, when you do these things and you decide not to and you decide to try to eat that chocolate chip cookie or that brownie or drink that Diet Coke, remember, if you drink that, if you eat that, you are going to die. Okay? It is killing you. You are not killing yourself. It is killing you. So if you eat that or you take one little mouse nibble, it's like feeding blood to a shark. You know if you eat one cookie, that whole damn box is going to be gone. Three, just know when you get up and you press play on that DVD, if it says an hour and you can only get through 30 minutes because that's you feel like you're, is your best, and guess what? There's a million other people out there that didn't get their butts off that couch to press play 
or go walking or change their life in any significant way at that moment, even if it is for that 30 minutes and you weren't able to finish the hour, don't kick yourself in the head. Just say, you know what? I finished 30 minutes. I feel amazing. I did my best. Because if you could get through that 30 minutes, trust me, you'll find yourself getting through that hour. That's the best advice I could possibly give you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, great stuff. Um, you know, my tears keep watering up here. Uh, you know, because we we were able to invite over six thousand people tonight. Uh, I see two hundred fifty people responded that they were going to show up, and you know, Jeff can tell you how many are actually in the call. So, you know, when you're speaking, you know, you've got a megaphone now, and, and the right people that need to hear it are hearing it. And we'll record this call to be available on team teamleadershipcalls.com and. Uh, you know, we're just here to promote your message even further. Yeah. I, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. That's I'm not going to stop, and I'm not going to sleep, and I'm not going to quit. So um, just uh, just know that every single one of you, as long as you all decide to make one difference, no matter if you're in the peak position, in the peak shape of your life, you can always create a difference. And no matter if you're 400 pounds right now, just know that you make a difference in your life and you make a difference in your soul that you have the power to make a difference in other people because you will soon learn that even if you don't think people are watching, trust me, people are paying attention because I still get approached every single day. Richard, I don't comment on any of your posts. I see what you're doing, and I just want to tell you that's changing my life, and you all have that same power no matter if you're 400 pounds, 200 pounds, six-pack and all. Hell, I, I got a six-pack myself. I traded one six-pack for another. So, bring it. Um, Stephanie's got a good question here. It's kind of hidden. Um, She's completed Insanity twice, so congratulations, Stephanie. Awesome. I'm glad we could recognize you on the call. She's signing up. So you have a convert, Richard. Uh, She's signing up to become a coach uh, with the Challenge Pack. It looks like, you know, it's next (laughs) month here. (laughs) Right off the bat. And she's nervous that she's not going to be successful. So any advice to a new coach just starting out? Okay, new coach starting out. All right, new coach, what is the number one numero uno mucho rule of being a coach, being a product of the product? So if you don't eat the right foods and you don't press play every single day, you are not being a product of the product. You have to lead by example for every single individual that you bring into this world because we are all in this. I mean, we have our eyes open. We are in the promised land right now. So just know that as long as you wake up every single day or before you go to bed at night and you press play, you eat the right foods, and you know you can go to bed at night, that you're doing the right things for your body and you're sharing it with the world, and you'll be able to share it every single day. It's not just about that challenge pack. It's not just about that shakeology. It is about you changing your life, which will motivate others to change theirs, and they will come to you to learn how. And then it's your job as a coach, as a person, as a human, living, breathing, heart-bleeding person to help that individual change their life, to plant that seed. Awesome, awesome stuff, and I think you're going to have a lot of people that after this call, you know, want to commit at the next level. If that's starting a new program or helping other, helping other people, you know, um, I think one of the most important things is focus on fitness first, and then you never know who you'll inspire and, uh, you know, just share the message with them. But in that essence, this call is not about me or Jeff or, you know, even Richard. Whoever invited you to this call tonight, go back to them and say, you know, I was moved by what Richard said. I want to be part of the solution. And, you know, ask them how you can be involved at the next commitment level, whatever that is for you. Well, Richard, I was talking to um, a coach in the downline today, and I was really taken back by a question she asked me, and I felt it was very intelligent. Um, she's like, with all your success, Jason, and everything you have, um, what would you diff- do differently? You know, what makes what, what mistakes have you made along the way that, you know, with hindsight you could improve upon? And so I would ask that of you. What Everything is, you know, going up roses for you, I'm sure, but I'm sure there's some other things that you would like to improve upon. So if you have any way to miss some of the roadblocks that you had and make them hurdles, you know, what would that be, Richard? Um, you know what? 
Um, the 2020 Good Morning America, People Magazine, winning $100,000, well, excuse me, $106,000. You know, all of this is just totally insignificant to me. Uh, what would I change about any of it if anything negative or anything like that's kind of happened in my life? You know what? If it happened, it was kind of meant to happen. Um, so I try to live every day. I'm human. I make mistakes. That's just me. Um, all I can do is ask for forgiveness. And you know what? Um, as long as I know I'm living my promise that I've made to everybody, and look, you know, some people may not uh, understand why I say the things that I do or I do the things that I do. Trust me, half the time I don't even understand it. Um, I just, I, <laughs> um, I, I dream as if I live forever, but, you know, I live as if I'll die today, and that's just the way it is. And um, other than that, you know, I just don't, I don't regret anything I've ever done or said. Yeah, I feel bad, but I don't regret. Mm. Well, I think that's a very powerful message is that, you know, there's some things that are going to turn out good and bad, but good and bad is really a subjective definition that we put on something, you know, when taken from a different perspective could be the exact opposite. So it's neat that you can embrace all of that and then just be happy you're alive and move forward. I, I think that's really great advice. Yeah. Do you have any um, questions there, Jeff, I'm not seeing? Or? You know, we could we could freaking ask these questions all night. There's a tons of them in there. There's tons of them in there, but we are at the hour, and I want to respect Richard's time. Um, there are there are so many things probably still left to be said here, guys. But in my opinion, if you leave this call without the urgency to 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 just go right in and and, and help somebody that you know, we all know somebody that 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 needs our help, whether they're a family, friend, coworker, um, then you don't necessarily have a pulse for this coaching. You know, I mean, this has been, to me, one of the most moving calls. And I've been a coach four years. Um, I guess you could call me a veteran. And I feel like I just want – I got so many things I've written down here, so many things that I want to accomplish in the next few days because of this call. Um, I'm challenging everybody on this call to go help one person tomorrow yes person the next yes day. and and see how many people total that that makes all of us you know come together and help collectively because that's what this is about you may not think that your what you're doing is significant enough but when we all do it together um we can put a huge dent in in this obesity epidemic in this country but richard i can't can't thank you enough for inspiring me um it's really my honor. It's this has been a this has been a definite eye opener for me, and not that I don't get inspired very often, but to 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 feel the way that I do right now, I mean, I can't wait for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, I you know I can't. It's just like I said, it's really my honor. It's I'm I'm it's my honor greatly. I love every single one of y'all from the bottom of my heart. Everybody on the call, Jason. You know, Jeff, man, you know, I, my heart is to all of you. And if you need anything whatsoever, trust me, I'm here. Um, but, you know, and I want to challenge everybody right now before we get off this call. Reach out to someone that you've never talked to, that you don't even know, that you barely even know. Whether you do it tonight, which I, I want to tell you to do it tonight. If it's on Facebook, you say, you know what, I haven't talked or seen or heard of that person, um, just send them a message or write, write on their wall and say, I just wanted to tell you that you are awesome. Do not say another damn word. Do not say anything else. Just walk away. You are awesome, and that's it, because you don't know how that's going to affect that person right now. And um, tell me how it goes. And uh, just write your post. Tag me in it. You know, let's just speak from your heart, speak from your soul. Let's share it with the world because we don't know who we're going to change because they may not even tell us. Amen. Jason, I'm going to let you take it home, man. 
Uh, I can't uh, I can't summarize it up better than that. You know, just an honor to have him on the call. Honor to somehow impact uh, all the people's lives that get to hear this either live or on the recording. I like the idea of challenging folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Richards and Jeff has definitely taken that to a new level. What I'd like to say is. Um, Let's all just try to do this bigger. I mean, uh, I, I put out a challenge today. Let's try to get 100 people to RSVP yes to this call. And, you know, the only thing that changed was our mindset of knowing that we could. So it's like, why aren't we inviting 10,000 people to these calls every week and, and helping hundreds, if not thousands, of people's lives? This, this is not about me making a dollar or Jeff or even Richard. It's about, you know, the life that we save because you don't know who else is sitting home with a a gun, and, and I want to take those letters and wrap them around the gun, leave the chambers in the bullet, and, uh, you know, not worry about cash and checks. So that's what I would inspire you to do. Is like, let's make this venue um, bigger than it is and, and just help more people. Um, I, I stick by what I said in the beginning, Richard. Uh, you're an ambassador for fitness, this company, and, and overall health, and we're ever so humbled and grateful to have you on the call. That's what I'm here for, my man. That's what I'm here for. And, uh, uh, I love you all so much again, and I hope you all have <laughs> – got to finish it. I hope you all have a beautiful night. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Richard. Everybody, um, this recording will be available as soon as I get it. I'm already getting 100 requests for it, buddy. Richard, the people are already hounding me for the recording. So as soon as, as, soon as it shows up in my uh, service here, I will post it on the event page, and I will post it on all the corresponding – team pages and because i know some of you may not be in our teams uh jason and i will will post it on our um our main walls as well because this this call goes deeper than than just uh beach body here the everybody that that we are friends with on facebook needs to hear this call so all of us take the recording that you're going to get see it posted and share it yourself let's help a lot of people thanks richard thanks jason good night everybody good night yeah, Jeff, maybe just uh, unmute it for a minute and everybody can kind of say thank you or something. I think awesome. it'd be overwhelming. I'm muting it right now. If you guys want to say thanks before you hang up, do that. And when I hear no more thanks, I'm going to end the call. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Richard. Thanks a lot, guys. It was very, thank very important. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Richard. Love you. Thanks for inviting Jason and Jeff. I appreciate it. Awesome. Best you. call ever. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Love you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Love you, my brother. (laughs) I love you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Love you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, my man.